and welcome to another episode of Chino and the Hills. I'm your host, Thomas Ryan. Uh, and just for reference, it is April 21st of 2021. So I think that's important as we have these conversations with guests because it kind of puts some context into the timing and, and kind of some topics that we're discussing and, and the changes and in life and business and, and just the way we go about things. So I just thought I'd uh, give that preemptively uh, some context into to where we're at. So uh, here is our guest today, Nina Gruezo. How'd I do? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Perfect. So um, Nina, why don't you uh, kind of introduce yourself? Give us a little background uh, on, on yourself. Yeah, sounds good. Hi, Thomas. Hi, everyone. Hi. My name is Nina. I am um, a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I have three boys. <laughs> Who are four, we're gonna six, run out of fingers. Eight. We're gonna run out of fingers on rolls. I know. I have. I have a lot of hats. You'll come <laughs> to find out. Yeah. Um. I'm actually one of Thomas's neighbors, but they always, all the neighbors are always telling me you're so busy. You're always in and out of the house. You basically just sleep here, and we're on the go. But that's kind of how we are. We love it. Um. I have three growing boys. I, I'm a teacher. I was a teacher for 13 years, and I decided after the third boy was thrown in the mix that we're just gonna slow down. We're gonna slow down, enjoy the boys while I stay home with them mainly. That's my main job as being a mom to my three boys. But also I um, work as a, a teacher at a learning center. Um, and I have a couple other businesses on the side, but one of my main things is I'm a wedding coordinator, a wedding planner, which I absolutely love doing. Um, I grew up in Azusa, West Covina area in high school. I was super involved in high school. Um, and that's, I think, where my love for planning started, actually. Mm. I was in ASB all four years, um, class presidents, ASB president uh, my senior year, which I was oh, just, man. like, super involved. I played sports and everything. But I think, you know, planning prom, planning dances, planning rallies, that's just kind of where my love for planning started. Um, and my love for teaching started as well. So kind of meshing the two. A big thing with me is I just, I love helping people. So the teaching aspect, helping my students, the planning aspect, helping others, whether that's planning for a baby shower or a party or a wedding. It's just, I love being able to put myself out there and help people who, you know, they might not see the little things that my little crazy mind can see. And so, um, but it's just kind of everything I do, it is because I do enjoy helping others. Got it. What sports in high school? I played basketball, um, volleyball, and badminton. Oh, I was going to, my first guess was going to be tennis, um, but badminton's close, pretty close. Yeah, my sister played tennis, but volleyball and tennis were at the same time. And Got so it. I kind of had to choose one. And I absolutely loved like the team sports of, I mean, the team camaraderie of volleyball. Yeah. Were you libero? Was I what? Lo, the libero. What's that? I well, I, I played high school a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Well, I was, I'm short. I, that's no. the, the libero in my experience is typically the um, short, quick, you know, quick one. So that, that yes, was. I was like the defensive specialist. There you go. I, would, yep. you know, be, I was definitely not a blocker. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> my strength. I couldn't yeah. even like barely get over, you know, I mean, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I played, I am in college for a little bit just for the fun of it. And I missed, you know, playing volleyball and stuff but cool. other than that I mean I, I'm too short to do anything else <laughs> where'd you go to college I went to UCLA 
Okay, nice. Yeah, so nice. that's actually where my husband and I met. We met. We're both Bruins. Okay, Bruins. there you go. We love the school. We're hoping for three future Bruins. There you go. Um, down the road, but that we met in college and we're really good friends and actually didn't start dating until after we gra- we both graduated. Okay, very cool. Very cool. So yeah. what, um, so graduate from UCLA, uh, you know, between that time and coming to Chino, Chino Hills, where, where did that kind of take you? And then what brought you to, to the Chino? Yeah, so I knew I was going to be a teacher. Um, so I actually taught at the same school for 13 years. I chose wow. one school that I absolutely loved, and it was in Chino Hills. Oh, okay. So the school is um, Heights Christian School. It's still there. I'm still very close to the principal and the teachers. I mean, they kind of see me, saw me grow up through the dating stages and engagement and marriage and all the kids, you know. And then that's when I decided to stay home. So I was going to Chino Hills all the time for work and absolutely loved the city. Um, and then also our church is in Chino. So we're very close to our church family. We, we serve in church a lot. And we knew we wanted to be closer to church at this. Uh, when we moved, we lived in, or we got married, we lived in Claremont and then moved out to Ontario. Okay. Um, and we knew we wanted to get closer to our church. And so found this amazing house that we love in this amazing neighborhood in Chino, which is five minutes away from our church. So it was just perfect for us. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so we're going to get into um, your main thing a little bit, but talk about kind of where you're, where you're teaching now and kind of that dynamic and, and kind of your other ventures you're, you're, you're working on. Yeah. So when, someone I taught with years ago um, just recently opened up a learning center in Chino. Again, five minutes away from home, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, it is called Olive Tree Learning Center. And I absolutely love, I mean, I miss being, a, I love being a mom, but I miss teaching. And this gives me that opportunity to do that, to teach a kid. So I actually teach from third through fifth graders on Tuesday and then um, TK and kinder on Thursday. So it's a huge dynamic, huge difference, but I love the two. Um, and so I go in and I teach and I can, you know, put on my teaching hat and teach for the day I actually work twice a week which is perfect for our schedule the boy my boys go there as well and they get all this hands-on you know experiments and being with students and everything like that um but i we also get to be home and you know do the home stuff and do the family stuff which is just a it's perfect for our family um i also i'm really into living a healthy lifestyle and so i just recently um, started another business with something called Lavelle and Thrive, and it's just supplements and just being healthy, working out, you know, and doing that. So I've been doing that. I mean, I've turned a certain age in January, so yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, I really want to keep my myself healthy for my growing boys, my growing family. I want to be able to run with them and bike with them and be with them as long as I can. And so I'm definitely, you know, using that as a means to. Um, just kind of keep keep myself healthy. Got it. Uh, going back to the to the school you're at now, is that like a is that like a full on school or charter school or is it like an an additional type learning center? Yeah, it is an additional type learning center. It is catered to homeschooling families. Um, we're not a homeschooling family. Our boys go to a local school, but there are a lot of homeschooling families, and so they're able to drop off their student or their their children there, and they get enrichment. Um, and so, and then they go in, they're able to be with other students, you know, because a lot of homeschooling families just, you know, they do school at home. So they well, everybody the, for the past year or two. So, exactly. right. Yeah. Exactly. And so a lot of parents just want to be able to have their student, their children 
with other kids and socializing and interacting. And so the parents are able to drop off um, the students, their children there. They get amazing teaching from experienced teachers. Amazing um, teachers. <laughs> I hope. I mean, it's been 13 years, so I have a little tricks on my sleeve. There you and, go. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of something that just started up in Chino. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, uh, tell us a little about a bit about planning cloud nine. Yeah. So planning cloud nine is my baby. I love, love, love working weddings. It's just, it's funny because people think like that is just one of the most stressful things to do. How do you do that? And I absolutely love it. I thrive on stress mm. <laughs> and again, helping others. Um, planning cloud nine is about nine years old now. And it started when my husband and I were planning for our own wedding. Uh, we're going on 10 years in July, nice. but when we were planning, we had a coordinator and the coordinator basically came in and set up and made sure the day flowed smoothly. And I thought, you know what? I can do that. And I was just talking to Kevin one day and I said, I, I think I can do that. And he said, okay, we'll start a business. And I said, okay, I will. And that was kind of the start of planning plan. Now I'm not a business person. I never went to business school. I never, I just thought, I can do that. I love planning. I love weddings. I love helping people. So let's just figure out what I can do to start this business and help other couples. And I kind of, it's funny because I kind of did it for my friends just because I thought, you know what, you're a good planner. You, I think you can make it work. Can you just do that for my, my wedding? So I right. had experience under my belt already. Um, and then I learned through, you know, trial and error, what works, what doesn't work. Um, and so nine years in, I still love what I do. I still love working with couples. I still love the planning aspect. Obviously, the last year has been very different for yeah. the wedding industry. Yeah. I mean, across the board, any yeah. any um, vendor in the wedding industry got hit pretty hard. I mean, I had a lot of weddings last year during the COVID time that were either canceled or pushed to this year or pushed to next year. Or, you know, the brides still aren't sure what they're going to, or the brides and the grooms, um, the couple still aren't sure what they're going to. So last year definitely looked very different. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, we'll get into that most definitely because that's not only last year looked different, but you know, even now and, and in the future. Um, right. So w what areas do you service? So I mainly do day of planning, but okay. when the couple um they hire me they book me uh, they have my attention from whenever that contract is written um is signed and sent to me they can text me they can email me they can you know i always tell my brides it's just nice to kind of have someone to bounce ideas off and what do you think about this we, and so they can always call me or text me and email me but my main focus is day of i just want to make sure that that morning, I mean, we're the first one at the venue and my team and I are the last ones there. We want to make sure that everything's set up, everything goes smoothly so that the bride and the groom and their family does not have to worry about the date. Because I've been to so many weddings as a guest where, you know, it's like auntie or cousin or so-and-so setting up or bridesmaids setting up and they're frustrated, they're stressed out, they're not enjoying, they're not, they can't celebrate with a couple or the couple themselves are thinking, oh, is this getting set up? Is the cake ready? Is it not? And they're stressed out. And the wedding day should not be a time for them, for the couple to be stressed out or the family or the friends. It really should be a time for them to sit back, enjoy the day, enjoy their family, celebrate, eat, dance, drink, like all of that without having to think, okay, who's cutting the cake? 
Um, where are the flowers going? Who's cleaning up? My team and I just do all of that. You're kind of like the conductor of, of the day, right? Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, speaking of which, like how far, just in general, should a bride and groom like plan ahead? I mean, that, and this answer's probably changed, you know, but like oh, yeah. in general, like, you know, how far should they plan ahead as far as obviously it depends upon, you know, how, how crazy big or, or, or quaint it's going to be, but what, what's your thoughts there? Right. My thought, don't matter how big or small your wedding is, is ASAP. <laughs> as soon as possible. Once you get engaged, I don't see a reason why you have to wait. I mean, I have helped couples who two weeks before their wedding still were just in frantic mode. And then I've also helped couples who had two years before their wedding. So I would just say like, once you get engaged, start looking at things. Venues get booked. Most venues, most good venues get booked a year in advance. Yeah you know, especially now, um, and very good catering companies get booked a year in advance. So to me, it's like, well, why wait? If you like a venue, if you like a caterer, book them. Well, my husband and I, it was pretty much one and done. We liked what we saw. We didn't want to wait any longer. It's like, well, we, it was in within our budget. It fits all the criteria we like. Let's just book them and be done with it. And so I tell couples, if you're ready, just just start. Yeah. What, what are some other tips for brides and grooms as they start to plan or, or specifically the day of as well? Yeah. I always tell them you do you like, yes, there are traditions, you know, yes. Talk to your family and your parents about things, but at the end of the day, it's really about who you are as a couple, you know? So I think if you don't want to do the, you know, this tradition, if you want to throw in something different, then do it. Yeah it's your wedding, you know, hopefully it's going to be your only wedding. And so, you know, and throw it, I love to see personalization in the wedding. So like, for example, Kevin and I, we both went to UCLA. So our little personalization and a nod to UCLA were these cookie giveaways that we did from Diddy Reese and Diddy Reese is, you know, for those Bruins out yep. there, oh, yeah. it is, you know, oh, yeah. it is like this, one of the staples of UCLA, all UCLA students, all Bruins and their families probably know about Diddy Reese because they're delicious cookies in Westwood that, you know, is open late at night. So <laughs> after study sessions, after just hanging out, we would go to Diddy Reese. And so what we did for our 300 guests, because we had that many people at our wedding, we had a little thank you cookie um, from Diddy Reese for all of them. And that was kind of our nod to UCLA and a personalization yeah. for us. And so yeah. why we tell the couple, do things that are personal to you. And it helps to share your story. Another thing that we did was we had Handel's ice cream at our wedding because number one, we love Handel's. Yeah. If you have not been to Handel's ice cream, I believe it's in Upland. Yeah. You guys all need to go because it's delicious homemade ice cream. But also when we were dating, that was part of our dating story. So he had taken me and I didn't know about Handel's. He took me there as just like, oh, have you been to this place? And, you know, we should try it out. And so that was part of our dating story. And so we incorporated that into our wedding because it was a big part of us. So I always tell couples, you know, fit in little things when you can that tell you the story of you two. Yeah, that's fun. I just discovered Handel's last year and um, I, I, I've missed out. That's for sure. Oh yes, it's really it's good. Delicious it's Wednesday. Good. Well, Wednesday's here. The one in Upland is um, there's scoops. Their single scoop is like a dollar twenty-five. Okay. So nice. there's a tip, and there's... also little ones. I don't know if they do it now. They have like little mini cones for oh. like toddlers that right. are free, and you can just ask for a mini cone, and they give it to your little ones. So there you go. Another I'm, little tip. I'm inspired. 
Yes. Uh, what have you learned from like the like the last year, right? Like in a COVID era and events happening. Um, kind of what what have you learned in this space particularly? Yeah, um, it's yeah, it was tough. I would say keep it simple. Hmm. You know, as far as like, I mean, we had three hundred guests at our wedding, so it was insane. But keep it. A lot of my my couples right now they they're going from a two hundred guest count wedding to 60 yeah. or 50 and they're really narrowing it down to their most important people in their life you know which which makes for a more intimate wedding which is great i mean i understand if you have a big big family and that's what we had but i mean maybe you you can do without inviting 50 co-workers yeah you know right. you can do without inviting you know the so some random people and so they're sticking really to they're the people that are closest to them. Um, and also, you know, just celebrate when you can. Mm. You know, I had couples who were doing super intimate micro weddings with 10 of their closest families because venues aren't opening, you know, and yes, it looks different and they're going to do the big reception later, but they were still able. I mean, it was still beautiful. It was still um, a memorable time for them. Just because you don't have the big lavish 200, 300 wedding uh, guest wedding doesn't mean that it's not special. You know, it's still going to be special. It's still special for the couple. It's still special for their family. And so, I mean, don't let that um, stop you from from getting married. Certainly, yeah. I mean, like I know people that have done like the you know go down to Cabo with you know 25, 30 people or whatever it may yeah. be. And, and they have some special, special intimate moments down there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that was kind of my next question is like, what do you see be, being done differently? Like, and especially like regulations slash, you know, um, safety regulations. What, what are you seeing as far as that, that goes? I mean, we see like in sports, you know, people are spaced out and less capacity and stuff like that. What, what are you seeing? In, in yeah, you weddings? definitely see that. I yeah. mean, we've never heard of zoom weddings before yeah. and that is a thing, yeah. you know, where they are able to have the rest of their guests just watch in from zoom and some of the guests still dress up because they still want to be part of it. And so yeah. you can invite, you know, a hundred of your friends and family and send the zoom link out. I mean, that's definitely something I would never have thought of. Yeah. Um, for weddings um, and for guests, it's still spaced out. I mean, CDC and all those regulations are still there. So guest seating, it's still spaced out in, in, in churches. It's like every other pew. So we're still mm -hmm. definitely adhering to all those, um, those regulations, but things are opening up. So do you think like, got it. So as far as like trends for the future, do you think it's just going to go towards like maybe smaller, smaller type parties and stuff like that. any other trends like that you can see, like, you know, like we, in different industries, we're seeing things that like, okay, that kind of worked, like even working from home, like, oh, that kind of worked for this industry. Like we can continue it. Uh, anything specific that, that you see? I, in I honestly think that um, although Zoom is just, you know, it's great. I think just being there and being intimate and really being able to celebrate with a couple that is going to come back. Yeah. You know, I mean, that option is still there. Great for like family who might be in a different country that aren't flying in. So that's definitely opened up that area. Yeah. But I think once um, venues open up and once things get better with, with what's going on, I think couples will still definitely want their family in person, celebrating with them, hugging them, you know, enjoying the day with them. 
Sure. Makes a lot of sense. Is there anything I haven't asked uh, with regards to the wedding planning industry that uh, I should have asked you maybe? Um, start planning. I mean, <laughs> if, if any couple needs a wedding coordinator, I would say hire them. I know a lot of couples think, well, you know, that's out of our budget. That's, you know, an extra thing because they think DJ, flower, venue, food you know, photographer, those are the main things. And they think, okay, maybe if we have an extra budget for a coordinator or a planner, maybe, but I, I mean, I, not only because I'm a wedding coordinator, but also because I've seen it in weddings where they don't have that planner and the, and the family is stressed out, the couple is stressed out. It is just, it just helps out tremendously. At the end of the day, for me, when the couple is just relaxed and happy and the family is relaxed and happy, that's when I know I've done my part. Yeah. You know, we, we clock in so many steps that day, Yeah. you know, my team and I do, I have a phenomenal team, but at the end of the day, if they're happy and they're stress-free and, and the family and the friends can just really enjoy and relax it, that makes me happy as well. And so I would say, try for couples out there, try to fit it in your budget. Don't ask a friend, don't ask auntie or uncle or, you know, your bridesmaids, try to make it work. Yeah, because they want to have fun too. And exactly. if it's too much fun, then, you know, it can go awry. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Perfect. Well, um, let's get into the community aspect. Uh, wh what do you like best about our community here, Chino and Chino Hills? I, I mean, it's beautiful. I absolutely love living here. The parks, just it's just so family friendly. I mean, that was, once we had our kids, obviously that was a big thing that we were looking at. Great schools, great parks, great areas for us to just go in. I mean, we, five minutes away and we can go shop around outdoors, walk around, grab a dessert, grab, you know, I just, I love that that's in our backyard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's the first person that said that, which is really surprising, right? Like oh. a lot of people speak to like the community and the people and stuff like that. So the first person that's actually, maybe it's the, the, the crazy yellow flowers that we have going on the, the hills right now that's inspired you, but, um, well, yeah, you did... we love being outside. We love biking. We love hiking. We love, you know, again, with the three energetic boys, we yeah. need to be out as much as we can. Oh, yeah. We just love to just be out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you alluded to my next question, and I'm going to ask you your favorite dessert spot in Chino or Chino Hills specifically. Man, that is a tough one because <laughs> we love dessert. I know. Um, it would have to be ice cream. I mean... We love ice cream. My favorite. I mean, we love boba. We love. We just. Oh, that's Thomas. This is so hard for me. Is okay. Is boba a dessert? Well, it's not a dessert. It's a okay. treat for me. Okay. I mean, it's, it's definitely a treat, a treat it's but not yeah. A dessert. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Um. We love. Oh, Cauldron is a good place, okay. which is in Craving. Yeah. Yeah. They have really good. Ice cream baked, oh, baked dessert bar. I mean, I'm Filipino, so I have that nod to baked. Um, and Cafe 86 have the, has the, like the Filipino ube desserts. Baked has like the cupcakes. See, I'm all over the place. That's like cupcakes and desserts and ice cream. We just, we have the sweet tooth. Yeah. Hence the working out and yeah. hence the healthy living because we also have that aspect. A little balance, that's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Perfect. Any, uh, any upcoming projects, events, or anything like that you, that you'd like to, to speak to? I have a lot of weddings coming up, okay. which has yeah. been great. Yeah. 
um, again, a lot of my weddings from last year got moved to this year. Mm. So I have, you know, some in June, November, just kind of spread throughout. And the brides are red. They're brides at this point, And the couples at this point are just saying, we, we want to get married. Like, yeah. let's just, let's make it work. Yeah. Um, and so I have a lot of that going on. And with um, Olive Tree, which I talked about earlier, we are going to have an open house um, coming go. up soon in two weeks. We have kinder graduation coming up at the end of May. And so I have a lot of planning. Personally, I have like baby showers and birthday parties. Yeah, My boys yeah. are turning. One's in birthdays in June, one is July. So I mean, literally I have like 10 events that I'm planning awesome. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then we also have big trips coming up, which we're super excited about. Um, and so we're, we're looking forward to the summer. Cool. and sun and being out and just, you know, a different summer than last year. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, tell, what's the open house? Uh, give us the details on that. And then also yeah. like how to get in touch um, with them, with you in all, all the aspects, give us uh, all your contact info. Yeah. So open house for all the trees in a couple weeks. Um, I will send a link. I don't know if you can post the link. Yeah. We'll, we'll um, post I'll it send... below. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on the website that everyone can check out. So it's just an open house for the community. If anyone wants to check out Olive Tree Learning Center, they can come in. We're going to have some fun scavenger hunts for the kids to kind of meet the different teachers. We'll have, you know, some treats for them and the parents and the families can come in and learn a little bit more about Olive Tree. So it's just, you know, a quick, fun um, intro to the program if families want to learn about that. For myself, with my wedding coordinating, I'm at Planning Cloud 9. Um, all words, because I was an English major, and so I love words. Um, so it's planningcloud9.com. So that's my website. And they can check it out. If they have some questions, there's a place for them to just send me a message. And I'm happy to meet with them in person, over Zoom, give them a phone call. If they have any just general questions about weddings or questions about my services, they can find me there. Perfect. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're good. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And, and thanks to you, the, the viewers and listeners for joining in for another episode of Chino in the Hills. Till next time, have a good day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>